we're obviously here. Julia and Katie. Yes. What are we obviously. reading today? We read um, – so last week we read Blow, which is part of Straw House, Woodhouse, Brickhouse, Blow. And now we're reading Brickhouse. Yes. From the same – Quartet of novellas by Daniel um, – Nayeri. Nayeri. Yeah. But also, what are we drinking? Uh, we're drinking Brickwork, spi- Brickwork Cider. Um, pardon? Wild. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we're doing Brick House, so I thought, you know, Brickwork is a good cider. It's Tor- made in Toronto. That was genius level thinking. You texted me and you were like, should we drink Brickworks? And I was like, I would never have thought of that in my life. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell a... you about um, please do. this novella. Yeah. So, another iPhone novella by Daniel Nairi. <laughs> Nairi. Yeah. Yep. Brick House is a hard-boiled detective drama about the Wish Police in modern New York City. To prevent murder, the special forces of the Imaginary Crimes Unit must unravel and apprehend the secret deadly impulses held by a resentful boy against his parents. We love to see it. Katie? We love to see it, yeah. This is your book. Yes. You recommended it to me. Yes. On multiple occasions. You said to me, you read this book, this novella. In yes. particular, yes, many times, many. You said millions. I think you might have been exaggerating. Probably close to twenty. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess you gave it five stars. Oh, that's so fucking crazy. I wonder what tips you off. Nuts. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna guess you gave it four. That's that's wrong. Do I have to drink now? Yeah. How much do I have to drink? I'm bad at math. I rated it one and a half. One and a half. Yeah. One and a half. One and a half. What's wrong with you? I don't like. Do you have no sense of whimsy? Detectives. Why did I think you did? I've seen Sin City and um, Chinatown and a lot of more movies. Okay, but that's movies. But that's that's so. I'm gonna. Wow. I think that's the lowest we've ever rated anything. I and think also so too. The biggest. Different. Yeah. That's what, three and a half drinks for me? Shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell me about what you liked about it, if anything. Fuck. The ending? Because it was over? No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I'm going to go home, actually. <laughs> podcast over. This has been another episode of. Um, so, yeah, the ending was really good. Um, spoiler alert. When they figured out that Mac is an Ifrit, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. 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 Um, I love Saul. Oh, he's a great guy. Love him so much. Everything about him. He was the saving grace throughout uh, this entire novella for me. Mm-hmm. And the wishes crossing at the end was very cool. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good. Good Please guests. tell me what you liked about it because um, Honestly, I really want to know. I fucking love Mac. She's yeah, great. I like Mac. She's yeah, wonderful. She's great. Like She's just like, I don't know. I think she's fantastic. Um, and then also the whole twist with her at the end is like yes, very fantastic. Cool. Yeah, um, I also loved Alvarez and Goody. I think that they're oh my god, they're so fucking funny. funny. Like she's yes. like, I don't even know what she is. No, uh, they called her a wolf at one point. I think she's supposed to be like the grandmother, like Mother Goose. Mm. You know, from like fairy tales and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because again, this is like something that deals heavily with like fairy tales. Yeah, um, and like just takes different pieces of, like, folklore and shit and mixes them together. But, yeah, so she was great. And then Alvarez is, like, a little twink. He's yeah. Tink. Tink the twink. <laughs> yeah, he's a little fairy. Hi, I'm just hilarious. Just fucking hilarious. Like I love whole... him so much. Yeah. He's great. 
Um, and yeah, so them as a duo are fantastic and I love Mac. And then also I like the concept, like the idea that like wishes become like a real thing but need to be apprehended because I love that concept. Yeah. Hated yeah. the execution. Oh god, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Great concept. This is gonna be a real tough episode for me to fucking talk to you about this. I Unless know. you know what, let's just debate. Let's just yeah, we'll debate. Just, it's yeah, great. Yeah. Structure debate. We can do it. Uh, we can handle it. One of my mm-hmm. worst. Absolutely. Hold on to your hats. Yeah. The writing. Mm. What do we do now? I don't you drink? Know. I, <laughs> the writing's always on your best. I know. But it's it's made an appearance. I think, yeah, I think you I said think you the writing drink. out loud. I did say it out loud. Um, the Wish Police, I, I don't love it. No. I, no, I love the Wish concept. I don't like the Wish Police. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. 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 And I fucking couldn't stand the fucking goldfish, Ari. Oh my god, drink. He's <laughs> my worst. <laughs> oh god, I hated him. <laughs> yeah, he's he sucks. I'm like, shut up, you fucking weird little fish boy. Ugh. Please, just oopsies, he's down the toilet. How did that happen? Oh my god. Who cares, honestly? Mm-hmm. He reminds me of like, you know, Megamind. Yeah. And now he's got a sidekick who's a fish, but he has like a whole robot body, but he doesn't even have a fucking robot body. He has a soul. <laughs> he exists in a Ziploc bag in this guy's fucking pocket. I'm like, how is he helpful in the slightest? I know, right? And they're like, oh no, he's the police officer and Saul's just his body, his robot like, body. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? Absolutely what? I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. Anyways, yeah. No, he's definitely on my worst. Yeah, what else is on your worst? Um, Randy, the kid oh, that they Randy. have to Jesus like Christ. apprehend his wish because he's like, I wish my whole family was dead. And then they're like, Well, now we have to arrest a murderer that you've brought to life, Randy. Mm-hmm. Thanks on, so Randy. much. An imitation of you who wants to murder your whole family. Great. So fuck that kid. Honestly. Honestly. Um, and you know what else I didn't like about it, Julia? I don't like that it's not a whole book. I wanted more. This feels like the fir- like the first part of a really good novel that I would enjoy. You know enjoy. what? I think if it had more time, yeah, I would have liked it more. To like develop because it feels yes. rushed. It feels it rushed. It feels so rushed. Yeah. Because so it's I such a cool concept. It is such a cool concept. And it just doesn't have the space. No, it really doesn't. It's trying to pack way too much into way too little space. Yeah, so I hate that it's not a whole book because it fe- it does feel rushed and then also yeah. I just want them to do more with like the sh- he sets up a whole bunch of shit. He does. Right? Like he gives us the whole cast of characters. He gives us like this is just basically like the first incident in what should be a longer exploration of these characters exactly and like there's a whole thing with like, like there Mac should be going on like it's just yeah, yeah it should be like the f- part one of a three-part book yeah exactly exactly so i hate that it's not um and that's my worst <laughs> so i don't know that you didn't like like a detective novel like this well i really yeah. went into this thinking that you would i know that's <laughs> very fucking funny because you like spies and shit love spies don't like detectives interesting yeah um it's still like mysteries and things i don't know oh i don't really like cover yeah i don't know it's so weird for me because i don't love like crime novels like john grishup i'm like mm. see i don't i'm not like a i'm not drawn to them but i don't hate them when they're done i don't know maybe that not even it that's not even it i don't know i have no idea yeah, it's so hard for me to put a finger on because I'm like, okay, those ones where it's like, oh, uh, someone, like those, 
John Grisham in particular, there's just like an algorithm and it's yeah. just the same yeah. thing every time. And I find a lot of like crime stuff can kind of feel like that unless it's like one of those really good ones yeah. um, that just has like a new spin on it. But like, and and I, I, I know I've like tried to flex on you that I'd seen noir films because you always get all film bro on me. Yeah. So I'm like, no, I've seen Chinatown. I've seen, like, most of Sin City before it scarred me for life. Oh I had to turn it off. And I was, like, 16, like, hanging out with, like, older kids. Oh, my God. And I was like, can we please stop watching this? Oh, my God. <laughs> Incredible. That's okay. great. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. Something about, like, there's such a difference between, like, noir film and, like, a hard-boiled detective novel. There's something that's, like, it's very chemically different for me. I don't know. Wikipedia says, um, in noir, the primary focus is interior, whereas hard-boiled paints a backdrop of institutionalized social corruption. Yeah. So that's what it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wild. Okay. Cool. So it's not actually chemically different. It's the whole fucking formula. Yeah. That's good to know. That's good. I'll keep that in my little brain next time I want to flex as being in fucking film, bro. Yeah, yeah, cool. I got you, babe. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Uh huh. And especially too, because I'm like, okay, this is basically like, I really thought I'd like it. I'm like, I've seen like Chinatown. That's neo noir. Like, mm-hmm. it's playing. It's like playing on older tropes. Mm-hmm. It's which is what Breakhouse is doing. Yeah, very I was about much to say so. trying to do, and then I was like, eh, it's doing it. It's doing it. Is it like <laughs> executing it to your wishes? Maybe not. To <laughs> mine personally, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just don't think I like the tone. No, no. I think I really it grates on me, just like mm. the gritty voice of a noir. Mm. <laughs> okay, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. See. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I have no arguments with that. Actually, you're making very good points. I just, I fucking love the way that this is done, and I, I really just love. Tell all me of more. It. I don't know. Just everything about it. I think the fact that, like. It is gritty, but again, okay, so we talked about this last week because, like, Daniel Nairi, he does that thing where he works with dichotomies really, really well. And so the fact that it is quite literally, like, a bunch of, like, it is a talking goldfish, a woman who thinks she's a leprechaun, a man who is seemingly normal but is actually a a djinn, like, yeah, a genie. Like, all of these, like, different, like, folklore fairy tale pieces, but then you drop them into this, like, really noir, very gritty, gritty sort of setting Mm -hmm. and in a very like even though like yes these are the characters and like yes they have to like apprehend and arrest like wishes that are essentially like a copy of the person who made the wish come to life to fulfill that wish like that seems very light and like frothy and like folklore fairy tale-esque but then you give it this like very realistic setting Mm -hmm. I really like the way he's done that like he doesn't make for me he doesn't make the gritty setting to it's a whimsy gritty it's a whimsy gritty yeah he works with whimsy and gr- and grittiness very well I yeah think. and he kind of manages to blend those two like i think yeah he does and strength he really does... wise is being able to blend dichotomies like yeah that. he does and he does blend it very well yeah it's like seamless it's like mm-hmm. fascinating actually how mm-hmm. you can have like these freaks absolute freaks. fucking freaks freaks like in yeah. the typical like straight white male role yeah. of like the no feelings hard tough guy. Well, Saul's Middle Eastern, but yeah. No, but I'm saying typically, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, they're like like 
You didn't mention the fact there's a fucking fish. Yeah. Like, mm, Saul's Middle Eastern. Ari's a fucking fish, but they're know, filling but, the same yeah. roles as like a white yeah. guy would yeah. usually. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Like the whitest of white guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's, yeah, he does it at a, I have no idea. I'm trying to circle back to what your original point is, and I'm just like, I have no idea. But, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just, I really love this book, and I really just, I like the, you're right, because I wish that it had more time to expand this, because the ideas are very, very packed into a novella, mm-hmm. and it should have been given more time. Yeah. But I also maybe think it's a hard sell. Yeah, maybe there's that. <laughs> maybe the maybe the fucking medium is actually. Maybe his thumb tough. just started hurting. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let's call you know, it a fucking. Your phone, like, and you're balancing it on your pinky, and you're using yeah. like your other finger. Well, you type with your thumb, and then eventually, like, your pinky goes numb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he needs to take breaks. He was like, I can't do this again. We gotta stop. <laughs> gotta wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh actually God. how he got into like the proper mindset to write like such a gritty like novel he's like <laughs> Just my pinky's numb pain. yeah <laughs> but yeah no I think it, I think it, I wish it had more like space to expand what he's trying to do here I think it's a hard sell for a book I don't know as like it's a, hard no one it's hard. who's the audience yeah yeah, yeah right so like that's that. the question yeah me specifically <laughs> just me <laughs> right a whole fucking 300 500 page novel for just me daniel but... <laughs> i just want it sorry but yeah i don't know it's yeah because it's a weird it's a like because of that blend like it's very hard to market that yeah i could see I it know. being a great netflix series though right yeah right especially with the way it fucking ends where it's like oh my god there is so, so much drama and intrigue because he's so like so much drama and intrigue let me pull up especially after book on my nine success and like a right? good place yeah a good place yeah yeah just like shit like that where it is like weird where, yeah it's fucking weird, weird. cops whimsy woo <laughs> yeah it also like, low-key reminds me did you ever watch that movie with will smith and I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it was terrible. It was so bad. Um, and it did not get, it was like supposed to be like a big fucking hit and it, it did not execute properly. And I'm trying to remember what it was called, but he has a very deep catalog. Um, and I, I couldn't tell you, Okay. but it was from like, it came out in like 2019. It was not well received. It was not well received at all because mostly because it was shit. Um, yeah, I didn't see it if it came out in maybe not. 20, oh no, twenty seventeen. Sorry, bright. No, bright is a twenty seventeen American urban fantasy action film set in an alternate present present in which humans and mythical creatures coexist. In details, an LAPD off police officer and his orc partner confronting racism and police corruption while protecting a magic wand and the elf girl who wields it. Yeah. 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 But it was shit. Yeah. (laughs) Do this, but good. Yeah. 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 Like, please. Like, don't. And it was also, like, I remember, like, I watched, like, the first ten minutes of it, I think. And it was something about, like, fairy lives don't matter today. And it was just, like, not, like, the, not well executed. It was so bad. It was so bad. It was so so tone deaf. Yikes. So I want, 
what they were trying to do, but better, because Daniel Nairi has done it. He has done it. And I just want the space for it to be, you know, but yeah, marinated it on it. It felt like season eight of Game of Thrones to me. Yes. Yeah, I totally see where you're coming from with that. Uh-huh. Just trying to take all of these ideas mm-hmm. that people have been developing and yeah. and pack them all into something so short. Yes. So you can go yeah. work on your next project, which then gets canceled because Game of Thrones did so poorly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, But the next project is just catching another bus and then writing on your iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Exactly. Um, I can't yeah. believe he wrote it on iPhone. <laughs> That gets me every time. <laughs> Honestly, it's so fucking funny. Imagine, like, watching somebody type furiously <laughs> on their fucking phone while you're on the bus. And also, like, crying a little. And then they start, like, scrolling up, and you're like, how how much have you written, my guy? <laughs> you're just watching over the shoulder, mesmerized. You miss the stop that you were supposed to get off on. Well, I mean, it would take you a while. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um... Sorry, this is so off topic. What do you think of your cider? I really like it. Yeah, raspberry peach. It's yummy. Mm-hmm. No, it's good. I like basically everything Brickbergs does. I think they made a rosé that I'm not 100% a fan of. But it's decent. Like, it's still not terrible. If it's all I've got, I'll drink it. There's... Like a couple other reasons to play for that one, but you know. <laughs> oh, I think we both we've had a similar experience with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think we have. Yeah, it was probably the same fucking party, to be honest. <sighs> you know what? I think it was. <laughs> I think, I it, think was. it was. Yeah. yeah so. Not that I can remember, but I just have that sense. Yeah. So I'm not gonna like reject it if it's the only thing in my house, but at the same time, it's not my first choice, no, and I I won't buy it on purpose. <laughs> so. Um. Anyway, back to the podcast that we do yeah where we talk about books instead of drinks um i have a quote oh my god girly hit me up do you do you have a quote okay um just because it's the end of it and i just i really i really love it because mac the whole time has been like yeah i'm a leprechaun and then they're like oh no you're actually like you're gonna be evil one day essentially right he's like I just, I don't know. I, I, I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's an ifrit is what it's called, right? Yeah. And it's basically like the worst possible kind of like Second wish. worst. Yeah. Isn't it? I thought it was the worst. Oh. Nobody, oh no. An ifrit or a merit? A merit is something that's like that. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, so you're right. It is second worst. It is second worst. Um, yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so they kind of realize that and then she's like, and then. The quote goes, um, she wouldn't look up. The shame hung around her neck like a millstone. Suddenly, or so, somebody somewhere had wanted something they could, they wouldn't or couldn't or shouldn't have. And that was her, a hopeless or hapless or hateful idea. Except she didn't know which one or wouldn't say. She couldn't be trusted anymore. If you were smart, Saul would book her right then. So maybe he wasn't smart. I, just, I love that. I just love that, you know? Because it, oh, what it is is it's setting up like a... Not quite an enemies to lovers. But it is is walking that line. Yeah. It's forbidden love. Yeah. Like. Forbidden buddyship. Yeah. Like, I'm supposed to arrest you, but I I won't because I like you, but I know that eventually this is going to turn on me. Like, just the fucking platform 
for like a devastating romance plotline. Okay, right? Is there. Daniel. If he were smart, he would book her right then. But maybe he wasn't smart. I'm in, I'm devastated. I'm devastated. And that's like the last fucking page. I know, right? Like that's why the ending was up there. I was like, oh yeah. thank God. But also like, okay, go like, on. Oh my God, yeah. Why do we wait this long for this? I mean the very last line. The very last two lines, I also have a picture of those because they fucking slap. They fucking slap. Um where did they go? Yeah. Um Hey, he said, nodding at the digital clock radio in the corner. It's eleven eleven. Make a wish. Mac laughed because it was a little sad and maybe worth a try. She looked up. It was 11-12. Like, that's so simple and so, it's fucking, it's devastating. It's devastating. I want this fucking plot line. I want more. I want them to expand. Yeah, honestly, like, I'm, ugh, I'm hurt by this, but whatever. It's fine. If anyone has recommendations of a similar type of a uh, book that has the same fucking vibes as the two of them in this, I'll take it. Because holy shit. Something about that rips my heart out every time. I love it. It's brutal. It's so good to read, though. I know. It's, that's why. It's like Kaz and Inej, <gasps> you know? Yeah. From, like, Crows. Yeah. Yeah. It always comes back to Crows. Right? Yeah. It should always come back, come back to Crows. Gold standard fiction. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Julia, read this book because I can't talk to anybody else about it. I mean, that's not true, but I need to talk to you about it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> done. I read it. Actually, we have really good thoughts. So. Here we are. Here we are. Can I quote yeah, to you? Absolutely, please do. Now Saul had two cases to solve. On top of the Beeman murders, he'd have to dig the dirt on his new partner. Mm-hmm. And the thing about digging dirt is that it has a way of turning into a grave. Oh, that slaps. There are some lines that I'm like, so this yeah. is what is getting me through this. Yeah. And then Ari talks and I want to rip out my yeah. eyeballs. He's fucking terrible. This Honestly, one, just like pull it back a little bit yeah. and he'd be okay. Literally. Like... You know, like how Saul really tries to muffle him? Yeah. I wish that worked. Like, you know how in Blow, the prince didn't have any lines? Yeah. I don't want that for Ari, but I do wish that he was just a little less, like, squawky. Yeah, I don't want any less lines. I just want it to be, like, moments, but quotation dash exclamation mark quotation, and then oh. Saul summarizes what he says in a less yeah. annoying way, because that's literally what they do in Blow. Yeah. yeah, you yeah, know what? I would, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would, I would appreciate that. I think that that would make him very much so more bearable. Mm-hmm. And you but don't yeah. have to do it every time. No, just for the couple. He's got a couple lines. Yeah, yeah, he's got a couple moments. He's funny. necessary to the plot yeah. for sure. Um, so, yeah, I mean a little bit. Like he's got to be. Yeah. He does the whole I princess fashion show thing. Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, yeah. when he under goes undercover as um a kid's sister's goldfish. Yeah, honestly. A deserved punishment. But you had another quote, so. Yeah. This is heartbreaking because Saul mm. is so good. He's, he's so, so good. And he's so tragic. Righteous. Very righteous. Right? Like, he's, that's, I love him. But also tortured. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. So he, the whole thing is that he's, like, removed from his family, but he's trying to find his family again. Mm-hmm. And so Saul picked up the top of the, t- oh, he's a genie, right? Yeah. So, and that's where they are, is they're in whatever lamp that he was expelled from essentially. Uh-huh. 
So Sal picked up the top of the teapot and looked inside. Nothing but dank tea leaves. The ex-genie closed one eye. Maybe he could read some kind of future in the shapes mm. they made. Maybe he could see shadows of people he used to know. Mm. Like, there's just so many good things that have been set up in these, like, 80-some pages that I want more of. I want more of this, like, desperate search for, like, his family and his A great past. subplot. A great subplot. I want this fucking forbidden That's the thing. love enemies to lovers. There's too many subplots for novella. It's not yeah. tight enough. He's definitely, like, this is just, these were, like, spec pages for, like, a novel. And his, like, publisher was like, no. But if you, like, give it an ending, we could work with Instead of calling it a jail, you call it brick house and you tie it in with blow wood house and straw house. Yeah, we can work with that. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. Definitely too many subplots. Like, it's it's not a, a true novella in that it doesn't. It's, it's trying to do too much, much. It's and it's definitely like she's girl bossing too close to the sun. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I still love it. I just wish it had more. I wish it was a book. <laughs> same, but for different reasons. Well, it's the same reason, except different motives. Mine is so I won't have to just tear my fucking eyes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot believe that you hated it that viscerally. Oh, yeah. That's That's insane. I had to, like, lay outside in the leaves for, like, 30 minutes. And I had, like, 30 pages left. And I just had to motivate myself to, like, finish it. Oh, my God. God. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. Uh Uh-huh. I didn't even hate Wuthering Heights that much. Yeah, I don't know. Something about it. It It's also probably because it's just, like, um, midterms. Mm, Also that. Yeah, Yeah. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. We read Wuthering Heights in the beautiful somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's a lot easier to be like, yeah, I can get through this book that I hate when I didn't have. When you can spend three hours in your garden. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it wasn't dark at 6 p.m. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. (laughs) Do you want to go off, girl? I don't have a lot to go off about, but I can talk. I can talk. I can read quotes. I can um, go off. I mean, if you have things to go off about, I would love for you to go I off. I do, because I have something that could be, like, I was like, oh, maybe this is an essay, but then I was like, no, like, I can do this as a uh, not essay. I mean, I can pull something out of my ass. I do have another quote, mm-hmm. just before you do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, From the beginning of chapter six, the sun's yoke had broken on the sharp edge of the city and flowed down into another evening. The way that that is an image... Okay, that was an image. It was one that I turned the page, started a chapter, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> I hate you. What do you, what do you hate about that? Are you kidding my me? My dog stole my egg this morning, so I'm, I have a oh, really rough. God. <laughs> a, really? It's a hard day. That's, That's like why you don't love that beautiful piece of metaphor right there. You're I like, watched her the crack the egg yolk of my it's poached egg. It's not my fault egg. that your dog is greedy as hell and you couldn't make another egg. So you, what is there to complain about? You both had a wonderful breakfast. <laughs> she ate my fucking breakfast. And then you made another one and you had another breakfast. You don't you understand. Did not starve. You're not a breakfast person. I'm not a breakfast person, but also, don't. damn, girly, there was another egg. <laughs> You're going to be okay. It's not that traumatizing. There's a farm fresh egg. Oh, was there another farm fresh egg? Like a dozen others. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be all right. <laughs> this is not the only egg that your family had to share between like the seven of you like it wasn't girly seven are you including yourself no 
I was just saying, like... I know you were exaggerating. I was exaggerating. I was joking on the fact you just walk into my home now. Yeah, I mean... My brother's yeah, great. My brother greets you warm, more warmly than he greets me. Honestly? Yeah, yeah I understand yeah, it. I get it. <laughs> I'm fun. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. What were you gonna... You were gonna talk about stuff. Yeah. Um, Hopefully not eggs. Fuck yes. Um... So, I would like to examine Mac as, like, the typical femme fatale Ooh. of, like, Brick House. Yes. So, like, a femme fatale, just for those of you who are unaware, is, like, a stock character of a... It's, like, a mysterious, beautiful, seductive woman whose charms ensnare her lovers, often leading them into compromising deadly traps. Her ability to enchant, entice, and hypnotize her victim with a spell was, in the early stories, seen as verging on supernatural hence the femme fatale today is often described as having a power akin to an enchantress seductress witch having power over men femme fatales are typically villainous or at least morally ambiguous and have always associated with a sense of mystification and unease Ooh. and so just from the definition like mac doesn't do much seducing there's not a lot of time for her to seduce no, yeah and also she's working on like minors um at this point so you can't really go down that route um for that but you know she calls herself a leprechaun she Mm -hmm. definitely is like she's a literal wish which we'll get into later but she does have this supernatural like powers and this Mm -hmm. like supernatural sense about her and all the different wishes are like afraid of her right like Mm -hmm. she has like this um bad vibe this power but she's just like this powerful woman and she's mm-hmm. described as is like hot right oh absolutely um, and she is definitely morally ambiguous and always like associated with a sense of mystification and unease she literally terrifies oh, the other wishes white literal unease yeah yeah like, who is she um yeah oh sorry this is going off my monologue but that reveal was like the breadcrumbs were I'm I was too stupid and hateful of the book to like pick them up. <laughs> and oh my God. so I just needed more time to marinate on them or also like like the book. Anyway. Yeah, maybe um, there's that. Maybe you needed to actually want to read it and not skim as fast as you fucking could. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, relating this to wishes, so she's an ifrit, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so these types of wish personifications are so strong a whole town has to be wishing the same thing like inquisitions or revolutions yeah so like it has to be like a town full of men wishing up for this femme fatale and i just think that's really interesting um especially when you relate to like male desire and like the secret deadly impulses of men because like especially in like those noir films from which like this is playing off tropes of like the femme fatale is very prevalent and it's in she's in a lot of media and stuff and i'm wondering just why she keeps occurring if like she is so deadly to men like what is it about her that men find irresistible on in their media right Right. like are men wishing for her to appear or or, like there must be a target audience and if so that's multitudes of men wishing for this femme fatale to appear and like mystify them right yeah Yeah. 
So yeah, I wouldn't call her like a femme fatale in like the classical sense, but this is like a neo hard boiled detective sort of thing. So it is like a postmodern take on it. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. playing on these tropes. So it's doing this in a new and like reinterpreted way. And you know, she will kill, right? There's that quote. At some point, she was going to commit a terrible crime. It mm-hmm. had to happen. And Saul would have to bring her down. Lock her up in that brick house until she was forgotten. The romance? I the romance. Anyways, but yeah, no, also that. Yeah, so she is, a, she's fatal, right? Yeah. <laughs> she is absolutely going to kill. Yeah. Nobody knows when. She's a fucking time bomb. Exactly. As is the femme fatale. Incredibly sexy. Yeah, literally. Yeah. But, no, yeah, you're so right. Yeah, so I just think that's very that. interesting. And I, I really yeah. love how Daniel Nairi, like, featured it, but also empowered her, because she kicks a lot of ass. She's, oh, like, yeah. the most competent police officer we see in this entire yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Especially ca- compared to, like, a talking fucking fish. In a zippy. In a zippy. Like, in, in some, some guy's, guy's pocket. pocket. Yeah, then there's, like, a Hitchcock and Scully basically yeah. yeah essentially yeah well apparently they sit on their sit at their desk and do nothing yeah, yeah that's eat. fair do nothing but eat that's, that's true that's true meat. it's a lot and of like they're not yeah. hitchcock and scully they eat yeah. meat and candy katie mm, you're right <laughs> you're right yeah 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 mm-hmm. and then there's angie who's a cutie oh i love her yeah because she's, like, the receptionist. She, she gives me um major, like, what's-her-face vibes from, like, Monsters, Inc., you know, with the fucking snake hair. Oh, I love her. Shook like, her vibes, you know, yeah. right? I forget her name. I have no idea what her name is. Does she have one? I don't know. Yeah, she has a Sally? Susie? It might Susie. be Sally. I think it's Sally. I can hear it. I can hear, like, Billy Crystal's voice in my head saying <laughs> Sally, but also that might be because there's that movie when Harry met Sally, so I don't know. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why I can... Susie? I think it's Susie. I might be Susie. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Anyway, you she, know gives who me, talking about. she gives me those vibes. Mm-hmm. Just like very cute, very kind. You know, but also like from New York. And flirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I really like this guy. Except Saul is, I mean, he's hot. Let's start he there. is so hot. We love tall, bar- tall, bark- tall dark, and handsome. We really do. We really do. Just like skulking around the street corner, waiting for something to happen. Tortured. So tortured. I can fix him. I can fix him. I can fix him. I can fix him. He just needs me. Yeah, literally. Why is it that every time somebody fucking terrible shows up in a book, I'm like, this is the sexiest character to ever exist, and I would absolutely marry them if they were real. What is, what is that? What's wrong with me? I don't know. Anyways, I should whatever. I could that fix that as one of your red flags. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I could fix him. I could flag, find his though. I think it's just something so. It's a red flag. It's a red flag. It's something to unpack in therapy and not on a fucking podcast that we put out for public viewing. Um, yeah, I could fix him, though. Yeah. No, anyway, sorry. Yeah, I think that's a really good. Yeah, because she definitely is, but. Honestly, every single different trope that you could pull from, like, a detective, like, noir or whatever, is done here, but in, like, a like a postmodern kind of, like, fresh way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, yeah. yeah. It's so fucking jam-packed. Yeah. Yep. 
really wish Ari would die. Like I just you know, fish yeah. funeral. Who cares? He's not dead yet. In that. Leave him his princess fashion show. Who gives a shit? Yeah, honestly. He'd have a happy little life. Yeah, he said they gave him the good shit. Yeah, exactly. I do find it fucking hilarious when What's-His-Face puts the little flakes into his bowl and he's like, are those croissants? Is that croissant? Is that freshly made? Thank you. (laughs) That was so fucking funny. That was one of his best lines. That was, it was great. Yeah, I'm just like, that's fucking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, no, I just... Okay, so here's something interesting that I just looked up because I was wondering which, you know, cultural folklore and like legend it came from. And I was like, what is an Ifrit? It's actually Islamic. It's like an Islamic mythology. It's a type of demon. And then a merit is a type of devil in Islamic mythology. And I think that's very interesting because we start out with these very westernized kind of like fairy tales. Right? Like, we start with, like, Mac as a leprechaun, which is, like, Irish. And then I don't know what the fuck Ari is supposed to be. I know he's supposed to be, like, the little mermaid, but, like, actually a fish. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. I haven't looked I into it. I don't, yeah, I don't care enough. Um, and then Saul is just at the beginning. We think that he's just, like, a regular guy. Like, we don't really know what his deal is. His name is Al Jin. Yeah, but. We read Ember in the Yeah. But if you hated that book. Like I did, <laughs> and you didn't really retain any of it because you tried very desperately to repress it. And you didn't play Witcher Three, so you don't know that gins are just genie. Yeah, yeah. like if that's not something that comes up in your vocabulary a lot, you're not gonna think that at first. You're just like, and especially like even like, there's the bit where Angie's like, yeah, she really likes him because he's just so normal. Uh-huh. So you're kind of like, how the fuck does he fit in here? He just seems like a normal dude. Um, and like we have fairies and like some weird interpretation of like mother goose which is like very french mm-hmm. right like it's all very like westernized and then all of a sudden like mac is actually and if it like it shifts and it it goes to be like more of a focus on like islamic mythology and, uh-huh. and folk t- folklore which i think is very cool like i think it's interesting that like we get that kind of like not to be like it's decentralizing like western viewpoints but like it kind of does Okay, but what do you think about the fact that, like, the stuff drawing on Islamic folklore is the villain? You know, like, especially in a post-9-11 world. Huh? Isn't he from Iran? I think he is. But, like... Yeah. I think it's very interesting. I think it's very interesting that it turns like that, and it... But you're right. Like, that's a very good point, but it becomes, um, like, that's, like, a villain thing. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's... You know. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's very interesting that, like, we shift like that, and it all of a sudden becomes, like, these are, like, like that. that's kind of the focus now. Mm-hmm. Even though it is the villain, like, I just, I don't know, you know? I don't know, Because Saul is a good guy, and he is, like, a genie, and that, like, a djinn, right? And so, yeah. I don't know, it's really interesting. And I just, like, I hadn't really 100% formulated my thoughts, but yeah. It is decentralizing, but it also is, like... Because Mac is a good character. Like, you want to root for her, right? But at the same time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Because, like, there's, like, other types of... um People? No. Uh, there's the gull. And there's the Sila. I wonder if, like, Ifrit and the... Mad... Blah, blah, blah. Um... A demon like being in pre-Islamic Arabian religion. Religion is a gull, and, and so is it? this Sila. Uh, I'm looking that one up Sila. now. 
arguing mythology. Uh, well, it's an Arabic word, so I would, yeah, it means a hag or a treacherous spirit in variable form. But yeah. That's interesting to me. That's interesting as hell. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that it like starts out with like, you know, the focus is very much so. And then we kind of shift and like their whole world is about these like, you know, creatures that he's definitely pulling on like cultural ties to kind of envision. Mm -hmm. Is interesting. It is interesting, but it's also like this dichotomy, right? Where the Western ones are the in the cop position well i mean let's start there it's like it's about cops like (laughs) nobody needs that you're right (laughs) yeah the cops are going after the middle eastern the cop there's fully a bit in there where saul has to like pick a log and i think mac is like how did you do that so fast and he's like i'm middle eastern i'm like what pardon me daniel like you can technically but like what huh what are we doing here with that it's weird it's weird but yeah i think if he had more space to to play with it like i can't imagine that coming from a place of wanting to demonize your own culture mm-hmm. but i don't know i, I don't think know his it's intentions like more of an allegory for like the u.s cop oh thing you know yeah because yeah. it's like white westerners going after these Ooh. um like islamic based things in like a post 9-11 cop world in new york yeah you're so right you're so your brain is so big also i looked it up and this was published in 2011 so yeah definitely like well it was written on an iphone it had to be post 9 11 no but like just like riding on the heels of like post 9 11 iraq war ah yeah like 2008 recession like all of that you know that like early to late 2000s fucking insanity era is what i'll call it you know like kind of born out of that you're definitely right you're definitely right yeah i don't know it's interesting i want him to have more space to like kind of explain like what the fuck is happening there me too holy shit like i just i want i want i want this to have more space like i've said it a million times um but yeah i think that's why i've read it so many times because i just like i wish there was more to read you know yeah oh well What would you uh, what would you do an essay on if you had to do an essay about this? What would be your killer essay title? I uh was thinking of saying I win, but I'm joking and you know I would never not write one. Um, First of all, you wrote one on the Scarlet Letter and we didn't even fucking read that shit. So you have to at least come up with a title. I got it. Washed up wishes, an examination of the folklore that makes up Brick House. Because you know how like it's all those uh it's basically like these wishy guys like leprechauns and mother goose and all that they like they chose this life because yeah. like their wishing work was like washing up like that they didn't explicitly state that but they implied it yeah. and i just want to examine that and just like the different folklore that make up brick because i would read the folklore and not brick house <laughs> it's fine you guys have told me this before i think we were on air and then you maybe wouldn't have hurt my feelings so bad but it's okay it's fine. <laughs> remember, it's good, remember when it's you a good said focus. julia i've never read hamlet on air yeah and you kept alluding this isn't to it nearly as close <laughs> and you're like oh actually i'm gonna wait till we're on the air you'd be like you'd be like julia what happens in the end of edgar sawtell and i'd be like oh it's just like the fifth act 
of like Hamlet and you're like, uh, um, no, I'm going to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. I got it. I got it. Um, yeah, no, I like that focus though. That's cause you're right. Yeah. It would be interesting and also focus on what you actually do want to read. That's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. 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 Interesting. What would you? Okay, you take a little sippy poo of that peach raspberry brickwork cider of yours, and then you tell me what you would write your essay on. Oh, she's killing the drink. Oh, I'm so sorry to have upset you so. You're right. That would just be rude. (laughs) For me, tomorrow morning when I wake up. Speaking from experience um, now, no, Katie. This is a hypothetical scenario <laughs> that I have never lived in my life actually done on a row. That would be problematic, to say the least. Um, anyway, essay. <laughs> um, incarcerating the American dream, examinizing, villainizing, villainizing wishes. <gasps> Bitch, let's go. Yeah. yeah, like the fact that every time you make a wish, every time, or. At least often enough that there has to be a whole fucking police force dedicated to it. It is malevolent. Like, it is at some fucking level harmful to, like, hope and dream for things. And, like, obviously, like, this is about, like, some kid being like, yeah, I wish my whole family was dead. So, yes. Yeah, that one is. But, like, we give the example of, like, I wish for a million dollars. And they're like, how do you think that that comes about? They be robbing This is a fucking, this is a a universe where there are mythical, magical beings, and they're like, money doesn't grow on trees. (laughs) Somebody would have to go rob a bank. (laughs) Somebody would have to pull off some sort of scam to get you a million dollars. So we have to incarcerate the fucking, like, thing that does that. And I'm just like, that's so interesting that. (laughs) That's such such a fucking funny point. Right? Like, I'm like, it's. (laughs) You're a talking fish! And you say that I can't get money unless I actually rob a physical fucking bank? <laughs> like, I'm some fucking gangster from the 1930s? Anyways, so it's like, God, it's a I whole wish. thing. Ugh, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm like, that's so weird that, especially because of this whole post-9-11, post-American recession, like, just a whole, like, honestly, the 2000, 2000 to, like, 2010 was an avalanche of shit for america and it just like everything about like that is where they began to decline and i just think it's so interesting that in out of that we get this book about how at some fucking level every wish you make everything that you hope like every time you hope and dream for something to be better about your life it is harmful and it has to be incarcerated yeah just weird i don't know anyways yeah so and then also, and then also yeah, it's like cops. cops. Like, what? I don't know. You know me. I know. I, yeah. Weird that I would have liked a book about fucking police officers that much. But um, I read it when I was 14. I did not yet have the knowledge that I have now, but I still think it's wonderfully executed. So. It is a great book. And it's not like glorifying police work. Thing that does involve police is like the good guys kind of is like kind of at some level but also like you're right it's not like cops are always good everything about them is great 
Like it's not that kind of thing, but it is, you know, on some form, on some level, always going to be propaganda. But whatever, you know. It's fucking weird whimsical propaganda at the very least. Chop that shit up with a spoon 20 to 25 times over. But yeah, so I just think it's really interesting. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Final thoughts? Final thoughts. I am shaking, crying, throwing up (laughs) that you rated something one and a half stars. How are you doing this on your Goodreads? Because it comes up as one book on Goodreads. I you know, average them out. Yeah, I guess I dropped off Goodreads for a little bit. Honestly, same. I have my sticker chart, so you know. Um, yeah, shaking, crying, throwing up that you rated something one and a half stars. What the fuck? I respect it. I mean, I don't, but like, I, I under <laughs> no. no. Um, you can just stop talking. You did that. You did that. And I'm not going to um, leave your home and then never speak to you again because of it. We can we can be friends still. <laughs> it's my final thought. Wow. You? I'm surprised at how civil we've been this entire time. That's yeah, my me final too. thought. We've been so civil and it's not fake it's genuine no, like we're genuinely. very much agreeing on things i just did no. not enjoy reading this book at all which is fair yeah you don't have to yeah i'm never gonna enjoy reading shakespeare so yeah that's okay we're allowed to be different people sometimes it feels strange it feels really weird so why don't we wrap this yes. um up because i don't like this i don't i don't i need my second brain cell um it, wait, co-parent wait. <laughs> We're a brain cell co-parent. No, no that's what I'm saying. It's like the second, uh, the second fucking guardian of my brain cell. Uh, cheers. Yeah, is what I was trying to get at. Okay. But I also just killed my drink. So. Cheers. Well, cheers. I'm Julia. I'm Katie. And this has been another episode of Getting Literate. Thank you so much yeah. for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't make any wishes on any stars tonight. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs>This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullough. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms and follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate. literate.